I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Welcome back to the Finding Myself podcast. Today is episode 14, Back to Basics. Let's talk goals. I really think the fall is a great time. Fall is when this uh, podcast is being recorded and fall is a great time to regroup. And for all of you that have been following me from 25 Meets 40 to the Finding Myself podcast, you know how much I love fall. Fall is a time of, I don't know, just be new beginnings. I know that sounds kind of weird because fall purposefully is not new beginnings. It's actually, you know, in the life cycle, towards the end of the life cycle. Um, But I think in the calendar year, it just takes on a new time, a new energy. And I think we're programmed because of school that it's that new part and there's some new energy there. Um, Just I think the changing of the seasons too gives us that sense of new. Uh, There's new activities to do. There's new things to plan for, new holidays. Um, And me, I'll be honest with you, there's new fashion, new colors, new things to wear. Um, So I I think, you know, right now fall is, is a great time, one of my favorite times actually in the year. And it's a good time for me to regroup. You know, just kind of be honest with my listeners out there. You know, coming back to school, starting into the fall, I'm really starting to get some of that lost feeling again. And I do need to regroup. I do need to do some self-reflection. And I need to get back to where I was in my journey. I know where I want to be, but I need to look at where am I and what do I need to do to get going in the journey and 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 lead that awesome life that I want to live. Um, So I thought that I would take us all back to the basics. I know in the last episode I talked about regaining that motivation and we talked about goals. And I thought a little bit more about it, that some of us are really well-versed in goals. Some of us are kind of in the middle that goals are okay. I can kind of come up with some goals, but maybe I'm not always finishing those goals. And then there's some of us that are like, goals? What's a goal? So I thought we'd take back to basics. And to be honest with you, it doesn't matter where you are as far as understanding and using goals. This episode will be beneficial to you. I'm putting in some little nuggets that you might learn from or you might be reminded of or you might be energized by. Even if you are using goals currently, But for those of you who aren't using goals or you're kind of lukewarm in goals, I might give you some information that you can really grab onto and kind of run with. So please listen in. This might be an episode to take some notes. Um, I started out just thinking this was going to be an easy breezy episode for me because I do talk about goals so much in my professional life and I talk about goals in my personal life. I'm like, oh, this is good. But really, to be honest with you, I got into it. It charged me up going through this information and and talking about it and kind of collecting all of it so that I could tell you about it. I actually put some pieces together that I wasn't originally thinking. So I am excited to go through this with you because it is an exercise that I need to go through with myself. 
So listen in, listen up, and be ready for this. So you might be asking me or yourself, why are goals so good? I know some people have some different philosophies on goals. You know, one thing that's talked about is so much of being present in the moment that goals are future. So it takes you out of the moment. And while I can understand that philosophy, and I'm not going to deny that philosophy, I think goals are a good way of us having some direction. We are naturally people that are going to evolve and change. We just change through nature and experiences. So goals help facilitate that personal growth and development to be the best version of ourselves. The person I was at 22 is not the person I am at 42. I have different aspirations. I don't want to say I have a different personality, but different parts of my personality have emerged or matured in the time that I've been on this earth. So I'm looking at things differently, and that's definitely going to help me grow and develop and just evolve into the best version of myself for right now. So goals help with that. Goals help with us moving forward, developing, and just striving for the best. So I don't think it takes us out of the present per se. It just helps us bring forward the best parts of us. So goals also provide us with direction. It helps with intentional thoughts. I did do a Facebook uh, Facebook Live post before about our thoughts and how our thoughts influence our feelings and how our feelings drive our actions. So if we are putting intentional thought out there, we're starting to influence and control that process to where we will then have some positive feelings, some action feelings that will drive us into doing those things, those tasks, those projects um, that get us further, that drive us, that get things accomplished, uh, that just really makes our lives better or the best version of us. So with those intentional thoughts that goals provide us is really important. Having just that thought process behind goals is a reflection. It's thinking about what do we want out of life? What do we want for ourselves? All those good questions that we don't directly ask ourselves, but we should directly being asked our, we should directly ask ourselves that because it's important to know that. Sometimes achieving the goal really isn't the best part of the whole task or process, but it's the journey that we're on. It's the experience that we have. It's that reflection that we have in it that is really helping us to frame what we want and what we're doing. So I think sometimes we just need to focus more on the journey than the end result. I want to ask you, do you allow yourself to dream or plan or think about the future? That's something that I know not everyone does. I also use this purposefully because I know that some people are wired not allow them not 
they wired to not allow themselves the space to dream or to admit that they dream about something. I got permission from hubby to talk about him. I, since I've known my husband, you know, you ask those questions early on in your dating life of like, what do you see your life to be in five years? What do you eventually want to aspire to career-wise? You know, what does your family life in the future look like? And he never had an answer for me. He always said, I don't dream, I don't look that far ahead, I don't know. But he never really could answer those questions. And for me, that was really odd because I'm a planner. I always have that thought in mind of where I'm going, why I'm going. And I, when I get somewhere, I've got to come up with something new. I need to have kind of my compass on a destination or direction. But he was not like me at all. Kind of drives me nuts, to be honest with you. But I have realized as I've gotten older that there are just people out there that are wired not to allow themselves to dream or admit that they have those dreams. So if you are one of those people, I want to give you a task to try. I understand that I'm not going to be able to rewire your mind, but I want you to try something. And this is something that I've tried with my husband, and it's setting intentions. So intentions are somewhat different than goals. It's not meant for anything really long-term or even short-term, to be honest with you. It's a really short-term kind of thing. So setting an intention is for a small time frame, such as maybe an event, a meeting, or a day activity. So setting an intention is the first step to you realizing what you want or what matters the most to you. So thoughts can become realities, and you need to think about that. So if I'm going into an interview, I want to set an intention for the interview. And maybe my intention is to be confident. So prior to the interview, I think about that, and I say I want to be confident in my interview. And then that confidence hopefully will come out and will show that confidence and hopefully you will have the success that you're looking for. Maybe it's an act of courage that I have to have a conversation with someone that's going to be very tough and so I'm intentionally going to have courage in doing that conversation. I know that it's important and I know that I need to pull myself together and have that courage and that thought is going to become reality. Maybe it's connecting with others. Maybe you're more of an introvert, but you've been invited to either a networking opportunity or a social gathering, and you want some more connection with other people. You may set the intention that I'm gonna try to connect with other people. I'm going to be open to connection with others. If I'm approached to start a conversation, I'm going to stick with it instead of shying away from it. And maybe that's your intention for that event. Some other examples of intentions might be to stay focused. Maybe you're in a meeting and in meetings you tend not to be focused or you lose focus when something's going on. You set that intention to be focused. Or to be open to constructive criticism. 
So these are some things that are just short term. They're kind of for that time period of a, a meeting, an event. But it's that thought process that you do ahead of time to think, what do I want to get out of this activity, event, or day? What do I need to do for me? So for those of you who have difficulty with dreaming or planning or putting goals in place or thinking about the future, I want you to start with that first activity of setting an attention because that may be what helps you move forward a little bit to have some of those intentional thoughts influence your feelings and then turn into actions or drive actions. So that'll give you that baby step to kind of try to do some of this without going full force into goals. I also think for some of us who are already using goals, we can use this principle all the time and to set those intentions in the activities we're having just to get more out of that activity that we have or to come out of our comfort zone and try something new. If we set an intention for something new, then that just gives us that intentional thought to move forward and be successful. So I want to move on to specifically goals. How do we set goals? Now, if you go ahead and Google goal setting, you're going to find all different kinds of information, all different ways of doing that. I'm just going to give you some of the philosophies that I think work best for me, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it works best for you. So you do what works for you because I want you to be successful at what you're doing. But I'm going to tell you that I think the best thing for goals is it needs to come from a place of positivity. And I talked about this in a Facebook Live that I did. That if you're setting a goal with a positive thought, it's going to influence that positive feelings, which drives those positive actions. So you might be thinking, well, of course, positive, that works. But I'm going to show you where we don't necessarily go into that positive. And I use this example when I did the Facebook Live. That if I want to lose weight because I feel gross, because I don't fit in my clothes anymore, and I think I look horrible, obviously that's not positive thinking. That's me feeling down on myself and not feeling good about myself. And everything that goes wrong with me losing weight, I'm going to fall back into that negative mindset and already feel like a failure. Well, I'm already gross. I'm already not doing what I should be doing. Like this, just dieting isn't, isn't worth it for me. I'm just not good at this. And I just need to accept that I'm always going to be heavy and gross and ugh. See how that kind of plays into it? I'm not starting on a good foot and I'm already kind of in a defeatist attitude. But if I switch that and think about, I want to lose weight because I want to be healthier. I want to be able to walk upstairs without, or I want to be able to walk upstairs and feel good when I get to the top of the stairs. And it's funny, as I'm saying this to you, my body position has changed. I'm sitting up straight and I've got this positive look on my face. I I wish you could see me right now. But even in me framing it in that positive way, I already feel like I can do this and that I want to do it. I'm not coming from a place of fear or negativity. I'm coming from a place where I'm running to the positive, uh, that I want something good in my life and I want to include that. So look at your goals and make sure that you're coming from a place of positivity. How can I reframe it so that 
it is puts me in the best position that I can be. Another example would be a job. You know, if I want a new job because my job sucks, this is just going to have that negative shadow over my myself. My horrible feeling is going to continue that just life sucks and this is just my lot in life and I'm not going to be able to do anything. But if I look at my job search as a way to find a better position that's going to appreciate my talents, that might fit with my ultimate goals or my life needs, then that's where I'm starting to try to align my career, my job situation with what I want out of life. And it's moving towards a positive instead of getting stuck in a negative. So I hope those examples are helping you out. So you want to first ask yourself, what do I want? Where do I want to go with this? What do I want to do? You want to create the actual goal by using the SMART goal system. Again, you can Google setting goals and you'll find different things. SMART goals are pretty universal. SMART goals are something that I use with my students at school. And basically SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. So the SMART goal helps you actually develop what the goal will be. So you want to make sure your goal is specific. You want to make sure that you know that what you're working towards. You want to make it measurable because I want to be able to say, did I achieve it or not achieve it or how close am I to achieving it? Is it achievable? I mean, if I put something so far-fetched out there, then maybe that's not the best goal for me. We want it to be realistic. If I'm a 42-year-old, 4'11 woman, I'm not going to be making the NBA. That's just not going to happen for me. But are there other things that I could do if I had that goal of being in basketball? Could I be a coach for you know, a youth team? Could I work in the basketball industry? Could there be some things that i do with basketball if that's my ultimate dream? But being in the NBA, not happening for me. I got to tell you that. We want it to be relevant. Again, I'm not into basketball. So getting having a dream of going into the NBA isn't relevant to me. It's not something I really want. So I'm not going to work towards it. So we wouldn't put that as a realistic or relevant goal for me. And this, the last thing, the T, is for the time bound. So we want to make sure that there is a time stamp that we can, again, evaluate how things are going. If I just put out there, I want to be an NBA player, then it really isn't giving me the accountability or the drive to actually achieve it by any time because I've got from here till the end of my time to complete that. So you want to have more of that time bound stamp. Now, again, I'm telling you about the SMART goals. I'll be honest with you that at times I might do SMART goals loosely, that I know what I'm trying to achieve, but getting every piece exactly right might not work. Maybe I'm going to do it a little loosely, and I think that's fine. Um, I am not a total stickler for sticking to that, but I think it just helps you talk through the process of creating a goal. So I put up an, an example, something that I'm working towards is that I want a new, I want to do a new website. 
And so my goal will be the new website will be active and populated by December 15th. So it's pretty specific. Um, the measurable is active, so whether it is up and going or not. Populated, whether it's a skeleton or whether it actually has all of the material in it. Um, achievable. I do think it's achievable. I've been starting on this process and doing some uh, research, so I think I'm pretty good with that. Relevant, very relevant to me because it's part of my larger goals of where I'm going with things. And then time bound, I put December 15th on it and I think that's a pretty reasonable uh, match for me. So looking at some action steps, that's number two. So looking at what I can do to achieve that goal. Sometimes you might look at action steps as short-term goals, smaller goals. Sometimes those action steps just are what they are and it's not necessarily a goal, it's just, it is what it is. So I came up with some things. I will purchase a domain name by November 1st and activate it. I will create a skeleton site by November 10th. I will create content by November 30th. I will test drive the site by December 5th. And then I will have all the kinks worked out by December 15th. So really kind of breaking up that ultimate goal on what it means to create a new website I've got the smaller steps so I can chunk it. Instead of just having that one big goal that looks very daunting, I start to piece out what really needs to happen to create that goal. The third thing to look at is obstacles. Sometimes we jump into a goal and we don't think of what could get in our way of achieving that goal. But if we sat down ahead of time and tried to think about what would get in our way, it might help us create the plan when an obstacle comes up. We might have a plan on how to handle it or we're not surprised when that obstacle comes up and thinks, oh man, I just failed at this. I can't do it because. So looking at my example of the website, some of the obstacles might be lacking knowledge. I have not put a website together since I was probably 19 years old. And I'm going to tell you, the technology has completely changed in the last 20 plus years. Uh, so this is not an area of an ex expertise. But knowing that obstacle, I've started to gather resources to help me with this. So that's an obstacle I know that I can overcome because I'm willing to reach out to resources to help me. I might not have the knowledge, but I know where I can get the knowledge. Another obstacle that I came up with was unforeseen time suckers. So there are things that I'm not necessarily going to know about, but might take me away from my time frame. I had the example this week, you know, I had my son sick. He spent some days home here instead of going to daycare, and he really needed some attention. So I didn't get a lot done around the house. I didn't get to do everything that I needed to do, and it put me a little bit behind on some of my other tasks, and that was unforeseen. We don't know when someone in our household is going to get sick. You don't know when you're going to get sick. There may be a situation that comes up that just sucks your time, and you need to just adjust. So I think for the unforeseen time suckers, I need to give myself permission to adjust my time schedule if something unforeseen happens, and it needs to I need to be okay with that. 
Like if we need to go back to these this time schedule, I need to know that it, it's okay. It doesn't mean that I'm a failure. It just means it was an obstacle that I need to problem solve and come up with a different way to overcome it. The fourth thing to talk about is rewards. This is something that a lot of times gets forgotten when we talk about goals. But it's really important to think about with goals. So you need to think about maybe as you're going through those goals, what's going to be your reward? Or when you accomplish your goal, what's going to be your reward? It may be something very tangible. That if I lose 20 pounds, I'm going to go and buy myself a new outfit. I'm going to treat myself to a day at the spa. It might be if I get this new job, I'm taking everyone out for dinner, or I'm going to buy a new briefcase. But you need to think about that. There's also those intangibles, that pride. For me in my example of creating a website, I'm going to have the pride that I published a website and got one step closer to my larger dream, that I'm on kind of on the path to just getting to where I want to go and that that's very prideful in that it may also be the education what I learned in this process no one can take away from me and I'm going to be able to apply this knowledge to other areas of my life I might be able to share it with other people and that's pretty awesome and they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks but I disagree with that And then if it's using my example of the website, I might do a bigger celebration when the website launches. It's a great opportunity to celebrate. I, you know, may have a dinner with some people. I may do some giveaways, um, but it's a natural opportunity for me to kind of celebrate with people who have supported me. So that might be a, a reward that I put for myself with this goal. So that was the four steps. So four steps again is thinking about what do you want? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? So it's using, for me, the SMART goals to set the goal up. Number two is looking at the action steps. What are the smaller pieces that you need to do to put the goal in place and get it there? Three is the obstacles. What could get in your way of achieving your goal? And then finally, four is the rewards. What are you going to do to keep yourself going, to reward yourself at the end of all of your hard work? So the last thing that I want to bring up, again, I'm a big planner, so I want to start thinking about things that could get in my way. Going a little bit along the lines of those obstacles, but what are some of those pitfalls? How do we avoid those pitfalls? So much like I talked about last episode with regaining motivation. So we know that motivation can kind of fall off when we're trying to achieve something. So I hope that you check out that episode so that you can hear about motivation and how to keep it going. But you need to have that momentum to keep working on those goals. Part of that is being accountable. So maybe you have an accountability partner. Maybe there's someone that you're working with 
as you're going through the steps to achieve your goal that can help you stay on track that can maybe be a cheerleader for you maybe it's a family member maybe it's a business partner maybe it's a business coach or a life coach or an accountability coach that can help you get through all the steps help you think through the process if you um kind of experience an obstacle they help you talk through the problem solving of how to overcome that obstacle I should have said this first it's one of the most important things about goal setting but to help you be successful in goal setting you need to write down the goal writing down the goal has scientifically been proven to increase the odds of your goal being successful So write it down. If you've got a journal, if you've got a planner, if you've got a big poster board that you put on the wall in your bedroom, write it down. Write it on the mirror in the bathroom. Put it there to remind you of what you're working towards each day. If you're feeling disconnected from your goal, like you're not really sure, this is kind of what I talked about in the beginning of this episode, that I'm feeling a little disconnected from what I'm working on ultimately and I need to reconnect. So I need to go back and review what I've been doing, where I've been going, and what I still need to do. Part of the reviewing is going to help me feel that success of the the smaller action steps that I've already achieved and I'm going to feel like, yeah, I've done this. I can do this. I need to continue on doing this to feel more of that success. So I do suggest reviewing what you're working on on a weekly basis, at least a weekly basis, just so you can keep connected with the goal that you have, the action steps that you have. If you wait too long of a time period, you know yourself. You're going to kind of give up you're going to kind of forget about your goals. How many of you have already forgotten about your uh, New Year's resolutions? You need to check back in on a regular basis. So I hope that this episode has been helpful to you. I'm going to be putting some information on the Facebook page just so you can see it in black and white in case you didn't catch any of that. If you have questions about goals or anything that I've said today, I do encourage you to find our Facebook group. You can DM me. You can leave messages on the Facebook group. There might be some Facebook members who can help you out with some things. Um, But our Facebook group is a really supportive group and we're there to kind of help each other out, to encourage each other, um, and just kind of have that circle of positivity that I've talked about before. I did before I leave you today, I do want to bring up again that this October, October 2019, I will be running a book discussion group. The book that we will be talking about is You Are a Badass from Jen Sincero. So it's how to stop doubting your greatness and start living an awesome life. Again, who doesn't want to live an awesome life? Reading these books helps me stay energized, helps me stay accountable to keep moving forward to live that awesome life. I'm not only trying to live that awesome life for myself, but also for my family, because I know what I am working on is only going to help me be a better wife and a better mother and a better role model for everyone around me. And I think that this book is really going to help me and others 
look at what we're doing and just inspire us to be the best version of ourselves. So I encourage you, if you are interested in this, if you've maybe already read this book but would like to be part of the discussion, please find the Finding Myself Facebook page. Let me know that you are interested in participating in the group discussion and I will add you to the private group. All right, so this was a long episode today, but I think it was a great episode. And I look forward to talking to you again. And please check out the Facebook page for all kinds of good information and a supportive community. And I hope to see you back here later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, Feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time.